This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Larry. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're gonna see some serious Awesome. <laughs> With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Saturday, August 11th, 2012. We are live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison. New producer over at the station is Sean, uh, keeping us honest and sounding good out there. Um, our phone number is 603-883-9900. 603-883-9900. I'm saying that. I actually don't want you to call. You have an action-packed show, and uh, we don't want to take callers because i got too much to talk about. I just came back from the IPCPR show, which is the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Trade Show in Orlando, and I'm going to let you know what I have learned. This is uh, this is the big time for uh, cigar people. This is when all the it's new like the releases. Cigar Olympics. It is. It's big, and uh, I have a lot to tell you about uh, new hot brands that are out there, and uh, we're going to smoke a bunch of them. Uh, but first, what do you got, Mr. Jonathan? But first, did you know that Mr. Jonathan was correct when he predicted? The radio stations would prefer that we not spend all that time announcing who they are because they do their own little shout-out thingy at the top of the hour. Each station does it. We're on six or seven markets, as they're called, and so we don't, we have, don't to. have to do it anymore. So uh, if you're listening to any but of our... But we appreciate them all all joining the Cigar Authority. Go i got a whole spiel here. All, all right, written down. <laughs> spiel it. Spiel it. You can't get them off script, Mr. John. Seriously, I'm, I'm trying to read from the teleprompter here. All right. Uh, if you're listening to the Cigar Authority on any of our syndicated radio stations picking us up across New England or the U.S., you can always tune in at thecigarauthority.com and or watch us live to catch the podcast on demand at any time or find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. That's the new spiel right there. But I want to mention the Cigar Station. I'd like to mention them. Yeah. See I, how it's not in my I, script? It's not in your script, but I want to mention them because I finally got to meet those people at... Uh, the, those you know, people? Is there something wrong with them? No. An arm shorter what than do you the mean other? You people? Yeah, what, what are you trying to say? All the folks from the cigar station were at the trade show, and I went over, and they said, you know, geez, you're like our partners. You're, you're, we're like family, blah, blah, blah. I never got to meet them before. Did they have anything to say to me? Like, did they pass any they messages? They asked you, where's Mr. Jonathan? I swear to God, the, one of the first things they said was, where's Mr. Jonathan? Outstanding. And I said, he's working, and uh, they wanted to know if we did, why we didn't set up uh, and do the show there, and we don't do it because um, the guy that's number one has been there for years and years, and we don't want to step on toes and... We'll wait until we become number one and then slide in. So expect us next year, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was awesome to meet them, and uh, uh, they actually were broadcasting from there also. It's, and I met their producer and how they do it, and very cool. Uh, and thecigarstation.com, actually, if you uh, go to thecigarstation.com, uh, you folks that are listening that own cigar stores, this is something you... you uh, can run in your store at all times, and the music is all pre-programmed, and it's good stuff. You can appreciate the music I that they play can. in there. I and uh, little tidbits of uh, how to light and cut and smoke a cigar and little things in there. Actually, pretty cool, and the, those guys are really working it, and I wish them all luck in the world and happy to be uh, part of it, you know, that they uh, broadcast um, 
with Cigar Authority on Sundays from 11 to 1. That they do. And 11 to 1. That's right. Twice on Sundays. Uh, so that's not on your script, I know, but I wanted to uh, give a shout-out, okay? <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> I think you left it off the script on purpose so that you could do your, your shout-out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what a show. What a show. Um, what do I have for, for well, stats? Let, let's here? start off with the fact that you wouldn't even give me the information because you said I'm a blabbermouth. But did you or did you not smoke what could be the best cigar of your life at this particular trade show? I did, and we're going we're gonna to smoke those cigars oh. uh, on the next hour. I think I've smoked the best cigar I've ever had in my life. That's well, a, I mean, the, the reality is it takes a couple of times smoking it, making sure right. it's consistent. Otherwise, right. And we don't even have it to sell yet. Yeah. And I'll get into that. I'll get into that. First cigar, uh, first off, I want to say uh, this, the show was in Orlando, Florida. Um, they say that it was the largest trade show ever for uh, premium cigars. Uh, 300 different exhibit, exhibitors with multiple, multiple brands at each exhibitor's uh, trade show booth, literally thousands of new products. So, of course, I didn't smoke everything. I got lots of samples. I smoked what looked interesting to me. Sometimes what looks interesting is not interesting. Sometimes uh, what doesn't look interesting is very interesting when you get to try it. So it's, this, is gonna, this show is going to be three weeks long, really, to get into all the different things as we get through samples that we haven't even smoked yet. But there was 1,360 trade show booths at this thing. Wow. It was, it was huge. Next year, it's going to be in Las Vegas on July 13th to 17th. So we have 11 months right now to deal with the cigars we have. Uh, let me tell you, it's going to be a sensational year for cigars coming up. Uh, if you're bored of cigars right now, you will not be bored very soon because these things are starting to get shipped to retailers across the country. Isn't it interesting that you use the word bored because cigars have never been better than they are right, right. now. So you go from cabinet to cabinet and you go from Phenomenal to phenomenal to phenomenal to phenomenal, and that gets boring. What is the level after phenomenal? Because well, they've the, never been better. Because the most, you, most used word, you, you're in retail now, they come in and say, what's new? And there is nothing new because this is usually, you know, at this time of year, everything has shut off and everything's going to be introduced at the show at that point. They need a bang. They need something to draw a uh, cigar store owner over to their booth and make them buy. And usually that's the new stuff. Any indoor explosions? No, no. That's what I would have gone with. No, they, they've laid off of a lot of the, you know, there used to be all the girls at the booths and stuff and lots of booze and lots of this. They got down to, listen, try the cigar. You know, it's down to hardcore stuff. There's a little because bit. Because they have to. It's what it comes down because to. Because the I mean. guy next to him has a phenomenal cigar. Right. That's true. Your cigar has to now speak for itself. That's and, what we're at. And that goes for the cigar accessories and things like that. I'll tell you uh, the best accessory that I saw, the best cigars I saw. Uh, we'll talk about all that stuff today. So first thing uh, is let's light a cigar. So I got three sizes of a cigar. Actually, this is a brand called... <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Uh, Recluse. R-E-C-L-U-S-E. It's from a company called Iconic. There's a, a, uh, there's a spider on it. Spider, and it's the Recluse Spider, the most deadly spider in the world. This is the deal with it. This is a box press cigar. If you think about the fang of that spider, you'll get a headache. That's how dangerous it there is. There it is. I have three sizes here. It looks like a Corona. It looks like a big Churchill. It looks like a 60 ring gauge. Pick one. I think I'm going to go with the Corona. You're going with the Corona. I am going to hand the 60 ring gauge over to you. Oh, You're boy. okay with that? Let's do it. I just don't want to do it. Terry, give me the bucket, buddy. <laughs> 
And uh, these, these are box press Maduro, one wrap a leaf of it. And this is not the particular sizes that I smoked. Uh, what intrigued me by this, and I smoked it the day before the trade show opened, that somebody brought this to me and said, I've got to show you something. Uh, very, very interesting cigar. It was a Perfecto pointed at both ends. And We've seen that before. had a curly head top on the cigar. Seen that too. And it was box pressed. What? So I said, well, never seen that before. This looks very interesting. Uh, the band looks very interesting. There's a big bug on it. They explained to me that that's the spider. And uh, the brand, the company, is iconic, which has never been out before. So I said, okay, who owns the, the uh, who does own it? The brand. Well, it's a couple of icons in the cigar industry who want to remain nameless. So that, that's the deal of it. Uh, iconic leaf cigar company from the Dominican Republic, top secret, two icons in the cigar industry have got together and formed this company. The first brand, Recluse. Am I saying it right? Recluse. Uh, most deadly spider. Uh, the shape was even more interesting. A box press figurato at both ends with the uh, pigtail end. Uh, the taste of the cigar, not only was it interesting uh, It's like they looking, pulled out all the tricks. Like yeah. all the, the box pressing, the perfecto, the, the pigtail. Yeah. Like every little cigar nuance, boom, they got them all. So uh, I was outside in the heat of the um, Orlando weather. Not only was it close to 100 degrees, the humidity level was awful. Um, and before the trade show opened, there was no place to smoke except outdoors. So that's where I smoked the cigar, outdoors. And uh, I was wowed by the appearance, and as I smoked it, I was wowed by the taste. Do you carry a backpack just with extra underwear <laughs> so that you can just change your drawers midday? You know what chub rub is? <laughs> Do you know what that is? You're a skinny guy. You guys don't even know, right? <laughs> I can only imagine what chub rub is. Is this going to be a thing? You're going to get a text from Laurie saying, uh, can you please stop talking about your junk? Does it have anything to do with that? It, it's, in the, it's, in the, it's in the general area. <laughs> what? It's in the general and area. You, yeah, as you're walking, your thighs are rubbing together. It's hot and sticky and sweaty and fat, guys. This chub rub. Is there like a lotion or some sort of salve? There's, there's powder, but after a while, it's just 100 paste. degrees, and, and, and it just doesn't work. The only way around it is to lose weight, and I'm not going there. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You, you don't know how bad it is till you move, till you go down there. Can you I spend put, a week. Can you put like deodorant stick or roll on or something <laughs> on your thighs? I, I went with heavy powder and it just couldn't keep up with it. And it's you need like a, a real time powder If dispenser. I lived down there, I would probably lose 100 pounds if I moved down there. Because it's just You'd impossible You'd end up rubbing the weight guy. off. It's a fat guy. It's not fat guy friendly. It really not isn't. That kind of heat. Friendly. That kind of heat. You heard it here first. If you're a fat guy, do not go to Orlando. In August. <laughs> in August. You know, why Why don't they put these things out in Alaska or something for August? Next year. Let's go to the desert next year. We're going to Las Vegas in July. Perfect. Oh, that's good. So double up on the powder. What are you going to do? Uh, so anyway, let's get past that. So I ended up... Uh, Outside, smoking a cigar, as hot as I was, I really enjoyed the cigar, and I said, listen, i got to find out more about this. The guy that actually gave it to me wasn't even the guy uh, with the company or anything like that. He said, somebody asked me to give this to you, and this guy's in the cigar business, has his own cigars and everything, but he says, this isn't me. This is somebody who told me to give it, give it to you. Well, who was that? Well, they don't want to say who they were. 
So you're a terrible reporter. Well, this is the what am I? I I'd like to tell you the answers to it. I don't have the answer to because it because you go there as David Garofalo. You don't go there as the Cigar Authority. So if you secretly record it or whatever, and you go in like secretly as the reporter, you could report. They won't tell me. The they, guy was standing in front of you. Who was that guy? <laughs> that guy has nothing to do with. You are the unbelievable. This is this is the gold right here, Jerry. This is it, and you're not even reporting it. I don't have the answers. You know. Make them up. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> okay, so I I have, I, I have guesses. I know we're in the Dominican Republic and all that stuff, but the guesses could be wrong. And I, I walk up and I hand you a cigar. Yeah. And then you go on the radio and you say, "I don't know who, hand, who handed the cigar to me, but you saw me hand it to you." He wants to remain nameless. Unbelievable. You got to respect that. I don't know about that. And he's telling me that the people that own this company, the two icons, iconic brands, the two icons, who knows? Maybe they have some sort of uh, thing where... Uh, it's a non-compete or something. Yeah, who knows what it is. I, don't, I have no idea. I'm saying that... that, that Are these hints? Is this really that you know and you're giving I hints? I do not know. I do not know. I would say... See, listen, I'm trying I to be a good reporter it. and get it out of you, but I can't. No, you can't because I don't know the answer. So uh, I have ideas, I have thoughts, and I would share with them off the air because they, it's not factual. So I would tell you Convenient what I... Convenient timing, you're going to share it off the air before the, after the show, not before. Well, I don't know the answers. Eventually, I think, you know, in this industry where everything gets comes out, the answer will come out, but... Um, that's the idea of it. I was intrigued by that also, and I immediately went over day one. The trade show opens. I have to see this thing. Maybe I'll have some ideas when I get to the booth and see the color scheme or see the person there or something. And uh, uh, the son of a cigar maker was actually at the booth, and I said, "And he's going to remain nameless." Yep. All right. And uh, he said, uh, "You heard it here for first, folks. The nameless people." Behind Iconic. So we actually know nothing. We're the cigar know-nothings. We know, but we can't tell you. That's what it is. Doesn't it make it even... Aren't you interested in even more not knowing? I think this is where they I, wanted to go with it. I am getting an aneurysm because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to hire a private eye to go down and find out. Anyway, the cigar is impressive. I mean, it is it is a uh, slow burning box press, unique taste to slow it. Slow burning is something that I was gonna I was gonna point. I was talking to somebody about a, another box press cigar that shall remain nameless. There we go. And uh, they mentioned that they uh, they didn't care for how dry the cigar typically is because you spend X amount of dollars on the cigar and it burns right through. And so they take usually these underfilled. That's usually what happens. Underfilled, not dry. Whatever it is, but okay. they take the humidity of the cigar and they bump it up three or four points, and it burns slower. Slower, and then they like the cigar that much better. But this cigar is very slow burning. It's packed, man. Yeah, it's packed like it's not going to draw, and it draws perfect. It's packed like it's a Perdomo, but it's in the Dominican Republic, so it can't be. Well played, sir. Well played. Unless, of course, that he moved, put a factory in the Dominican Republic. I Who the heck knows Nick. what it is? I don't think it's a big production. What if it's Nick and Rocky? No way. Exactly. <laughs> no exactly. Way. It could be Nick and Rocky, and they're behind the scenes making the cigar, and that's why it has to be iconic, because both of their egos wouldn't allow anyone to know that they even talk to each other. Interesting. No way that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no way that's true. <laughs> 
But interesting. Well, who, who knows? And I, I'm sure the answer is going to come out. I mean, they can't hold it hold it back forever or something. Um, you know, I tried Google and I tried to look up uh, the corporation or whatever, and there was nothing there yet. So I'll continue to uh, find, uh, try to find out. And uh, when I know the answer, I'll give the answer when I know it. All right. Uh, so. Uh, Again, these sizes that I have here, this is not what I bought. I got the shaped ones, the Figurados, with the curly head tops on them, uh, $8 to $12. Toasted potato skins and Wheaties. <laughs> Toasted potato skins and Wheaties. You know you're tasting it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I don't know about that. Now I can't stop thinking toasted today. Potato skins. Any cheese on that, please? No, there's no cheese. Good, because I got the chub rub going on. I got to lay off the cheese for a while. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, some of the things I have found while I was there, uh, as we enjoy the cigar, uh, Atoro Fuente. After 20 years, Atoro Fuente uh, announced that Wayne Suarez, who was the president of Atoro Fuente in the U.S., is no longer part of Atoro Fuente. Effective August 1st, which was um, the day we got there, Suarez uh, is not with the company anymore, ending his role as president of the Tampa Bay cigar maker. Suarez was uh, largely seen as the man behind the scenes of the brand Opus X. Uh, Wayne Suarez was married to Cynthia Fuente. Um, They got divorced a couple years ago, Uh, children involved and all that. And he stayed on as the president. He's been there from the, from the go of Opus X. And all of a sudden, he wasn't there. And they said he's no longer with, uh, with them. And Cynthia's walking around, and he's gone. Um, dramatic change that's going to happen as far as, uh, you know, who's going to become the president, what's going to happen. This is people that, that I deal with directly right. uh, as a retailer. But we'll see what ends up happening there. But on another note, all the cigars coming out for their this year is their 100th anniversary. Nice. Toro Fuente's 100th anniversary, and they have lots of plans on lots of cigars, and already here we are in August, and haven't seen but a little taste of some of the stuff that was coming out has been delayed for another year, according to Carlito Fuente Jr., who, uh, I quote, said, we have decided to postpone our celebration for a year. In 2013, we plan on celebrating year one of the next century of a Toro Fuente cigars. So the cigars aren't ready. They had 100 years to get ready. They knew what was coming. It's not a surprise. It's not like 100 years just happens, just jumps out from behind the closet and goes, Hey, it's 100 years. And I'll you literally you, have 100 years to prepare and for the 100-year And Wayne being there and not being there, they've always been late on everything. Everything seems to be delayed with that company. You know, I was very excited to go over to their booth and see all the new stuff, and here's the things coming out, and planning on having a great fall because that's when the stuff was going to roll out, and it was going to be huge. Let's do events around. It's the 100th anniversary of the company, and they said, yeah, we're not doing anything. It was the most dull, nothing happening thing where I was expecting so much. Just like the so very first segment of this very show. Right, exactly like, like our show. <laughs> the, uh, remember the Casa, um, there was a Casa something, Casa Fuente, uh, Casa, Casa Cuba. Casa de Cuba. Casa de Cuba. They gave me a sample of Casa de Cuba, which they gave me last year also. And I said, well, finally, the Casa de Cuba is coming out. Yeah, we're not doing that for another year or two. 
I said, well, what do you want me to do with this? They didn't say what they wanted to say because I'm a, I'm a buyer at the show. Right? right. So I have another sample of a cigar that's not coming out. So it was uh, very disappointing when it came to that. Um, E.P. Carrillo, Ernesto and Ernesto uh, Jr. Was, was there. And uh, they showed me uh, almost like a magnet. I was geared over to these red box cigars. They were beautiful. Maduro in a red box with a red band that looked beautiful. And this is, this is what appeared to be the new E.P. Carrillo Maduro. And uh, I smoked a cigar right there and then. They said, what do you want to try? And I said, I want to try one of those. And I smoked it. I said, this cigar is great. This is the best thing you've come out with yet. And they said, this is our regular Maduro we have now. We just changed the band and the package. It's the same cigar. It tasted altogether different. They said, no, it's not different. I said, it's way better than the ones you have now. And he goes, it's the same exact cigar we have now. I said, it tastes way better. And they said, it's not. It's the same exact cigar. They just made a different batch of Kool-Aid. Waiting. <laughs> I was waiting all day. <laughs> waiting all day to use that sound effect, huh? Uh, it's weird, though, that you know the, the appearance of a cigar, the, the, the color of the band on it, to me, dramatically changed what it ended up tasting like. And I said, really? It certainly, you know, I'm arguing with them that it's a different cigar. And they said, no, it's, we took the same cigar. We just changed the band on it. Here it is. It's interesting. Because I blogged about that very thing while I was away. This which, week. Was, which was nice that you blogged about something other than a urinal. Mm. Which was good. Did I show you the picture of the urinal? Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I took a picture of a urinal while, while I was there. Because <laughs> it was a Sabbath-friendly urinal. Sabbath-friendly urinal. And what makes a urinal Sabbath-friendly? Well, apparently it's a very big Jewish population there, apparently, because i never seen what it is. And I walked in and it said Sabbath-friendly. and I Doesn't flush on Saturdays? I screamed, I'm Catholic. I don't know what to do. And they said, just go to the bathroom. And, you know, what do I do here? It's a Sabbath-friendly by the urinal. But... You, you know how it automatically flushes when you walk away from the urinal? Yeah. There's a button on it so that you can make it not automatically flush, and you can flush it yourself if you want to, because automatically flushing is an electronic device that forces that to happen, and that is against their religion. I don't know. I'm a Hang Catholic. on a second. <clears throat> the religion, yeah, which I'm, I'm part of, sort of, is... Thousands and thousands and thousands of years old. It predates electricity. How could they possibly have a religious restriction against an electrical device? Which, by the way, by pushing the button, you're activating electronic something, causing... No, I think you're just flushing at that point. No, you have to turn it off. No, no, no. You're, you're forcing the flush. Either way, you're operating an electronic toilet. Nope. You're operating the regular toilet. I'm so confused. It looked like an electronic toilet to me when you showed the picture. It is. So you're overriding the electronic part of it. Electronically. Overriding. No, no I think you're forcing the flush. I don't know. Let, let's get off it because it has nothing to do with cigars, but I have a picture of it. I went <laughs> in the bathroom and I actually took a picture. There was nobody around. And I did yell out, I'm Catholic. I don't know what to do. <laughs> And it's true. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. I showed you the picture, right? I'm you not showed kidding. me the picture. I saw it. It's true. <clears throat> it's all true. Um, what else? Um, new Cigar Aficionado, they, uh, which is coming out probably next week or something. So they, they make, uh, you know, they give you the uh, exclusive um, 
retailers advance to let you know what's going to go on. And one thing that actually uh, struck me on it uh, while I was at the Padron booth was you got the regular Padrones, the stock Padrones, 1,000, 2,000, 2,000, 3,000, 7,000. The 7,000, which is a six and a quarter by 60, um, it's a good cigar. Good cigar. Yeah. 60 ring gauges are all the rage. That's all you saw at the show. Uh, they give the 60 ring gauge regular Padron a 93 rating coming up. Wow. A 93 very impressive. Is, it doesn't get any bigger than 93, right? That's a very odd thing that you see a 93. The Padron Anniversario, which is the better version of the Padron, uh, much more costly, very, very good. If you have the means to step up to a Padron Anniversario, I highly recommend it. It's one of the best cigars that we have, that we carry. I think it's one of the best cigars in the world, typically getting the high ratings. The Padron Anniversario Torpedo, which is the highest end of the Padron Anniversario line, gets the 91 in the same issue. So what they're saying here is the regular Padron 6x60, which I would say is the most flavorless because it's so much filler inside the cigar, right? Um, is better than the Padron Anniversario, which isn't even close. I'm just saying that Padron Anniversarios are in the top three cigars in the shop yeah. at all times. Right. For some reason... Everybody is drinking the big ring gauge Kool-Aid. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. <laughs> All right. I was getting ready. <laughs> and I don't know why. I'm giving you the heads up because this, is, this, this, this runs through the whole show. Everywhere you go was, as I said before I even went to the show, it's all about 60 ring gauges. Everybody's doing it. Uh, every place you went, hey, let me show you our 60 ring gauge. Right now, I'd say like 5% of, of the cigar smoking public buys big, thick ring gauges. There is maybe half a dozen people that put 60 ring gauges out, and they're all doing very well. Now there is 105 companies that put 50 ring gauges out, and they're going to all deal with that small population of what's going to happen. But you can see that the magazines are all pushing for it, too. I don't know what, what's, what it's all about. I'm just there is, there is a, an allure to 60 ring gauges for rookie smokers because they burn cooler. So you don't run the risk of getting the, the extra heat in your mouth. You, you have a much better chance of having a good smoking experience as a rookie, smoking something thicker rather than something thinner. That being said, as you kind of wean yourself off of the kitty stuff, it is nice to be able to go to something thinner and be able to appreciate it and learn the craft of smoking a cigar. I don't think that a company called Cigar Aficionado should be rating the kitty stuff higher than the big boy stuff in my opinion. Something's up. We're going to see this as the, as the uh, year goes on and, and figure out why the big push towards the 50 ring gauge. You've got to imagine it costs the manufacturers more money to make the cigar also. It is a great value. I mean, the cigar is going to take you two hours to smoke it. Sure. So you get a good value. So value-wise, it's good. But I'll tell you, when we come back, we're going to take a break. When we come back, cigars that uh, talk about value, they have nothing to do with value. Uh, the back of the band contest, we have a winner. We'll give you the answers to that. My choice is the best new products of the show, including the best cigar I ever smoked. The Cigar Journal Awards and lots more when we return live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Joe Cusano from CNC Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Floor de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Floor de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on The Cigar Authority. 
and they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews, to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. Mike Bellity from Tiant Cigar Group, El Tiante Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Okay, we are back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Mr. Jonathan running in. Because you were, you were going on the Cigar Genius thing, huh? I was. That was, an inter- <laughs> that was an interesting commercial on Facebook. Find Cigar Genius, the Ron Burgundy of Cigar Guys. Yeah. Interesting, interesting new advertiser, very secretive. Everybody's being secret, secret. What's going on with that? It's like a whole theme of the show. Oh, that could be a good title. Secrets. Did you? Did you plan this? I did not. This is something Chuck did with, uh, well, it's whoever they are. and Secret. Were, secret. All right. So, actually, you're going to hear that commercial every every break? Pretty much. But a different commercial. Different one. And I don't know if you're supposed to figure it out or what you're supposed to do, but... You are. What you're supposed to do is go on to... Facebook.com forward slash Cigar Genius. G-E-N-I-U-S. And this has nothing to do with me. Nothing. And I consider myself a genius. You would think it has to do with me, but that would be the trick. That would be a trick. Okay. So anyway, back from the IPCPR, and we are smoking the Recluse, which is the uh, killer spider. It's not a killer strong cigar. Not at all. Not at all. Given how dark it is, you'd expect that it was going to be more full-bodied, and I'm finding it to be on the mild side, actually. I don't know about mild. Straight medium for me. Chuck, you're smoking a big, thick one? Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> good stuff? It's good. It's good. It's, I don't recommend smoking this on an empty stomach. Oh, okay. So he's finding a little heavy. So yeah. Mild, medium, and full-bodied. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So Molary and curly. Here. My fl- fa- flavor palette has definitely stepped up since working in the shop. Because you're smoking so much because they're free. Smoking so much because I'm trying to work my way around the store. Okay. Any new finds? Any good new finds? Uh, yes. The, I mentioned the Essencias before, uh, the 08s. We also found a box of Tatuaje from 07. 07? It was like smoking brown sugar. It was unbelievable. Gone. This is, this is not the Essencia one, the old Essencia. Yeah. The, well, that was the, that's, that's the one we, I mentioned last week. Yeah. But, uh, we found a new one, a box of, two boxes of 07 Tatuajes, the SWs. And uh, Reserve Specials, phenomenal. Yeah. Five years of age on them. They were great from the go, so can you imagine five oh years my. with them? Oh, it was gone? Gone. 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 <laughs> didn't save me one, no. No. Well, it was too full body for it. I didn't want you to get sick. But it wasn't anymore, right? No, it was, it was actually a, a medium. Yeah? Something, yeah. But with a lot of flavor and any harshness gone and stuff. Everything and was, oh, it was so good. Nice. Nice. Um, some more new cigars. I got so much to tell you, but uh, we're, we're not going to get to everything, but we're going to get to what we can get to. Um, some new cigars I saw out there was La Flor Dominicana. They have some new tubes, and you know they have the trademark to the chisel. Yes, they do. Now they have a uh, Oro, a, a line called Oro, which means gold, 
and they have all gold tubes. And one of the tubes is the chisel tube, so it's actually shaped in the shape of a chisel. The tube itself is shaped yes. in the shape? Wow. And they have regular round-shaped ones, too, but that, that was the uh, truly unique one. I have not smoked a cigar, but there's a cigar I bought blind. Not blind, I could actually see it, but I mean without tasting it. You know, I said, yeah, I'm definitely on board with it. I know they're going to go, and I know they're going to send very little to each store anyway, so um, we're going to be able to sell what we can sell of it. Um, I have a sample. I just haven't got to it. They tend to be very full-bodied, more uh, uh, past my uh, flavor profile. Uh, maybe you'll smoke it. You, you, you went to full-body cigars now? I can do everything. Yeah, I can do everything, but I just can't enjoy it. I don't get it. sick from it. Let's okay. say that. Um, we talked about, um, you know, the band changing, and, and it changed the, uh, to me, it changed the flavor of the cigar because they changed the color of the band, which is ridiculous, but I'm telling you how I felt. Um, Rocky Patel Vintage 1999 Cameroon, which we carry now already. Great got, cigar. Great cigar. I loved the cigar, and I was off to something, and uh, they were too busy at the Rocky Patel booth for me to sit down and go through the whole process because it takes about an hour a booth to get through everything. So um, Max Bickler, who uh, I went up to to say, you want to sit down and do this? He says, can we do this tomorrow? I said, sure. He says, here, take this for now. I know you like it. So he's giving me a cigar I already smoked before, and I look, and it's a box-pressed cigar. I go, what's this? He says, it's the Cameroon, but it's a box-pressed version, but it's the same one you like. Okay, so wherever I'm going to go, i got some, something to smoke before they give me a cigar. Sometimes it takes a while at a, at a cigar event before they give you a cigar. It's the weirdest thing, but they got to talk about it and whatever. So I need another cigar like a hole in the head at that point, but okay, I have it. And you know what? I did need it. It was, it was a long time before they did it, so I light the cigar up, and I'm smoking, and I said, this cigar is awesome. But it's a Rocky Patel Cameroon, but it's box press. But it was way better than a Rocky Patel Cameroon that I already like because it was box pressed. Why? Why right. would that be? It's time for me to read my little blog because you're just you're playing right into everything that I said in the thing, and I think I have an explanation. Okay. So on the Cigar Authority, we've turned our site into a blog site, and Dave posts trash that he finds on the Internet all day long, every day, and I sit down and I write something from my heart. So it takes me a little longer. The, the urinal thing was about your heart. <laughs> that struck me as funny. Okay. So, I so it wasn't from that the heart in. at all. It was just... No, that wasn't. But since then, I've been writing for real. Once. So I wrote twice. Yeah. I wrote... <laughs> I wrote, the uh, cigar industry is littered with copycats at every turn. Look at the success of Padron over the last decade. And also take a look at how many cigars come out with rough-looking wrappers, vintage dates, and also happen to be box-pressed. Listen to how many cigar reps reference Padron by name when they're making a comparison to the box-pressed beauty. They are trying to get you to sample their cigar and think Padron. Which is usually disappointing, by the way. Well, it's interesting what ends up happening. If you think Padron while smoking any box-pressed cigar, your mind will instantly summon the earthy, dark chocolate and black cherry notes to your tongue. This cigar would never be able to stand up to the real deal in a side-by-side Pepsi challenge. The Padron tastes better, it burns better, and in every way it is better, but the other cigar ends up tasting better and seeming like it burns better and seeming like it is better because you've got Padron on your mind. It's a subliminal, like, hypnotization. So you like that they do that? 
that they tell you no. this is like Padron. I think it ends what up being I, the worst thing they could say. It's not that I like or dislike it. I'm just a reporter. I'm just oh. reporting the facts here. Just the facts, Jack. The facts as, as you see them. Right, which is the facts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my suggestion is the next time you are in a brick-and-mortar shop and you have an hour to kill, I want you to take the Cigar Authority fan-free experiment. Slap a 20 on the counter and ask the clerk to find you something that is in your flavor profile. He's going to pick it out, he's going to ring it out, he's going to take the band off, and he's going to keep your change for now. He'll give it to you at the end. And then once the band is off, you're going to sit down and you're going to go through an evaluation process on the cigar. Look at it, give it a, a pre-light taste, toast it, sample the aroma coming off the foot, and savor the initial puffs during the light and sit back and let the cigar tell its story. So that was my blog post. There's more. If you want to read it, go to thecigarauthority.com. And this is what we do all the time, every day. We do it constantly, which is what makes us experts. That's right. Uh, it is good to do, and you'll be pleasantly Check surprised. It out. I'm a real reporter. I'm going to do that. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> that makes Ron it Burgundy. <laughs> Stay classy, San Diego. Yes. Or Seabrook, in this case. Right. Go F yourself, Seabrook. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it is true. Uh, a cigar without a band becomes uh, a very different cigar. Lots of cigars that I was smoking at the show, they would have a box set up, all banded, under glass, and they would give you a sample with no band on it because they haven't been done yet. Uh, you know, I was seeing people having delivered the day of the show, the bands, to apply for the one on show. We're smoking lots of cigars without bands on it or paper bands with words on it, numbers on it. Uh, you know, blend-type things. I don't know if some of the companies, I, I do know, some of the companies actually take the orders of the show and go into production at that point based on sales. These are smaller companies that don't have the money to do it. They end up getting a good response on it, and uh, they make the brand. There's been brands I've ordered at the show and thought they were decent and placed the order. The cigar has never been made. They didn't get enough play on it. They decided the last minute they weren't going to do it despite getting some orders from it. Um, I, don't, I don't see a lot of that of what I ordered because it was mostly, uh, if I ordered something blind, it was it was on a company like La Flor Dominicana or a Padron. Someone that's got the, well, you're smiling. <laughs> With Padron, you're ordering blind every time. Right. There's, there's not samples. The, the, the new Padron uh, anniversario, did I even mention that yet? I did not. There was a new Padron called the Padron Number no. 4. And a uh, long story to what number What's it like? I have no idea. But it's an <laughs> anniversario number four. It is a 6 by 60 Padron anniversario. Uh, don't know what it tastes like. Um, I imagine it's going to be like the anniversario tobacco and taste like it, but <laughs> milder because it's so thick. And it's going to have more filler than it's going to have um, that taste of that great Nicaraguan wrapper that... Uh, they claim is what's on it. Uh, I hear different stories of that, too. But everybody has their, their secrets. It's a lot of secrets. Um, so, uh, Aging Room. Aging Room, which was a big hit this year um, with Ralphio Nordell um, and um, Jose Blanco out of the Dominican Republic. Um, they made a, a company that makes small batch cigars. Uh, Aging Room is one of those small batches. They make just so many, and when it's done, it's gone. They made a uh, box-pressed cigar called Quattro, four, four-sided. Um, was great. So we have that coming. Um, so you went heavy on you went heavy on box-pressed. 
It sounds like it so far, but the industry is going big ring gauges, and you're going box press. I did not pick up a lot of big ring gauges. I did not do it. We need another thick cigar. Like we need a hole in the head, really. I mean, we've got every single price point, every single flavor. I went for the Padron. Every wrapper color, every everything 60. There's no need for more of it. Every all the kids are doing it. All the kids are doing it. Um, Abe Flores, and I don't know, you know, you probably don't know him. He actually went to college up here in the Merrimack Valley, um, and he was a customer of two guys while he was going to college. He gets out of college. He goes into the cigar business of all things. Uh, he's down in the Dominican Republic. He has his own factory. He makes the cigars PDR. He yeah. carried them for a while. Uh, the cigar became uh, mass-produced and became... Um, uh, all over the internet at low prices and things, and kind of backed off the brand or something. It got, it got white bread type of thing, as far as I was concerned, anyway. So I backed off it. I saw him there, and he called me over, and he says, "I want you to try my new cigar." I said, "Well, here we go again. What are you going to do with this thing?" He said, "My name's on it. It's A Flores. Try the cigar, and I'll tell you about it as you're smoking it." So I'm trying the cigar, and outstanding, outstanding. So I said, "All right, you got me again." You're going to be good with this one. You're going to go into mass production. Absolutely not. Uh, we're going to have limited amount of stores to carry it, and we're going to do that so we can keep it in stock. So uh, what are you doing? I'm, you're looking at something. I'm good. Okay. So uh, in saying that, also Ernesto Padilla, a uh, good friend of mine. Uh, I've known him for many, many years. He did a private label for me years ago when he used to be with the Perdomo folks. He came out with Padilla. The same thing happened with Padilla. Uh, went from a high-end cigar made uh, at a small factory in Miami, which was uh, Don Pepin Garcia in the early days, uh, to mass production in other little factories and stuff. And, you know, just went from where it was into, into something totally the, different. The problem with mass production is it's not... I mean, for us running a brick-and-mortar store, obviously it's bad because Internet sales, it's a competition thing. It, and then it, it, all that. You can't make a great cigar, millions and millions of you great can't. cigars. That, that's all there is to it. You, there's no possible way to do it. No. You couldn't be that level of master blender to be able to produce millions of the same thing and have them be great. Right. He said, I've changed it. I've, I've uh, got away from that. Um, basically, you were right. I don't want to be right. Just tell me what what the thing is, and I'll make a decision on where their company is directed to. Do I need another loaf of, of uh, Sunbeam or Wonder Bread in this store? Uh, no, I don't. I, I need more. I was of actually talking to a baker, and I referenced Wonder Bread, and she looked me dead in the eye and said, I've spent my entire life trying to come up with a bread recipe to rival Wonder Bread. It's impossible. Why? It's awful. <laughs> I'm just saying, in the baking world, it's an anomaly. And you know something? They they make more Wonder Bread than they make anything else, but it's the McDonald's hamburger. They make more McDonald's hamburgers. They're awful, too. But if you want a McDonald's hamburger, it's going to be a McDonald's hamburger. It's going to be awful, but the same. And that's the idea of, and that's why I use that analogy um, with Wonder Bread, that yeah, it sells more than every other one. It's, it's awful, and I don't want a sandwich in it. If, if you've got a choice of a, a bakery bread as opposed to a slice of Wonder Bread, which one are you taking? You go with the bakery bread. Yeah. And if you've got a chance of, of a micro brand, a high-quality, uh, small-production cigar brand, as opposed to the, and I don't mean to say anything bad about it, but the, the, the you know, the icon of... Uh, Large production cigars that have no taste would be Macanudo. 
Macanudo or E.P. Carrillo, Connecticut. It's night and day. I mean, right. it's re- ridiculous, the dramatic difference of the, of the two cigars, and I choose that, and I choose that even for our own store. And if somebody came in and said, I want a nice, mild cigar, I would not take them to Macanudo. If they're going to go to Macanudo like they would go to Wonder Bread, like they would go to... You can buy them all in a gas station. It's no... Uh, right. There's nothing special about it. It's where it belongs, as far as I'm concerned. So... Uh, Lots more on that, and uh, not to keep bouncing around, but that's what this show is going to be, is a lot of bouncing around. We did a contest just before we left, which was the back of the band contest on our blog site, thecigarauthority.com, and we're going to continue to do stuff like that to get you onto the site and see what's on there and uh, get you to listen to the radio show and build. We're trying to be number one. So how do we do that? So we did the back of the band contest. Uh, congratulations to Larry Vendevere out of New Hampshire, who answered all 27 back of the band. I believe it's Van Deventer. okay. 27 out of 27, a perfect score. The answers were Cuvée Grand 2010, which everybody got wrong except for him. Wow. Uh, that was a production cigar that came out only once, and he knew it. Fleur de Lorraine, Ashton VSG, Canamau, Camacho, Davidoff, Puro Dominicano, La Giana Havano, Puro de Sangre, which is a, a new, new cigar one. out yep. there. That was a hard one. A lot of people got that one wrong. Natural by Drew Estates, Perdomo Law 23. And you didn't have to say Perdomo Law 23. These could be just said Perdomo or whatever, but I'm giving you the answer. Alec Bradley Prinsado, which is the Cigar of the Year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Uh, Cuaveri, which is a hot, hot cigar brand. Yeah. Uh, I finally met those guys when I was uh, at the trade show. Nice Greek couple that own that. Uh, Christophe, My Father Le Brejou, Tobacco Special, E.P. Carrillo, Camacho, it was the Triple Maduro there, Rockefeller, another hard one. Yeah. Most people didn't get it. It's a small brand by... Um, uh, Avo's son, Jeffrey Uvazian. Rocky Patel Vintage 2003 Cameroon. Rocky Patel would just be fine. Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar. A lot of people miss that because that is you know, just in places that have the Rocky Patel um, the Diamond Crown Diamond Lounge. Lounge. Yeah. Hammer and Sickle Moscow City. Davidoff Pure Dioro, which is that gold banded one. Davidoff would have been fine. CNC Connecticut. Garofalo. A lot of people didn't Ten know seconds. that. They didn't know that. Padron, CLE, and Avo, La Trompetta. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes, everybody. Is that 10 seconds? This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. Two guys rock with a billion choices. It's Stogie Heaven. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two guys rock. Two guys rock. 
Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's Stogie Heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor in taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. 
Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott at Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moe's is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336 and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. Listening to Southern New Hampshire's home for the Boston Red Sox, WGAM Manchester, WGHM Nashua. This is Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're gonna see some serious Awesome! With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? And we are live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, the Cigar Authority, live, and a new producer over at the station, Sean, doing a good job. It's flowing. It's sounding good. Yeah, baby. Uh, (laughs) I'm liking it. 603-883-9900 is our new number. 603-883-9900. Do not call. We're not taking calls. (laughs) Well, you you can call. But we just won't let you on. We're not going to answer, but that's for the future because you said our number so many times in the past, so that, that's going to be the new number anyway. Go ahead. All right. We'd like to remind you that if you were listening to the Cigar Authority on any of our many syndicated radio stations picking us up across New England and the U.S., you can always tune in at thecigarauthority.com where not only can you catch our old shows via video cast, you can also uh, subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on iTunes. There's lots of different ways to get us on your many different devices. So you can always have a dose of Cigar Authority with you. Let's say you're going on a long drive. you got to have us with you. We can keep make the ride go by a little faster. And maybe you learn something, a thing or two about cigars. Uh, we're also broadcasted twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1 on thecigarstation.com, which that just felt wrong because it isn't written down. But I feel good. naked it's, without it. It's going nice and smooth, not written down. We're, we're better without the... We're actually starting to sound like a real radio show with all the bumpers going in and out and the different cigar levels. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool. Okay. Good looking out, Sean. Nice job, buddy. Look at this guy, Sean. He's Uh, good. Recluse. We're smoking the Recluse by Iconic. Uh, These are two icons in the cigar industry and And the public. They're secrets. They're not telling who they are. Let's try, Chuck. All right. I appreciate the effort there, my man. (laughs) I'm going to put the cigar down. I hate to do it. But uh, I'm going to go into, um, 
I got a big story to tell you about on this. This is not just right. a, a story. I can't wait another second. So can we pick the cigar? Oh, you know what I want to say, and we, we're right up against the bumper anyway. Um, Larry, uh, who won the uh, back of the band contest, he won a box of M80s. That was a cigar produced by. Pete Johnson. Uh, Pete Johnson and me, we came up with this M80 thing. It was 333 boxes ever made. I had saved a couple of boxes behind to do something like this. That's what he wanted. He's very happy about it. I, I actually and took he a picture is, he, I, I actually know Larry. I bumped into him in the Salem shop uh, once or twice. Yep. And he is a full-bodied smoker, so that is right up his alley. And he went away with it, so uh, he didn't say how he liked it. He has never smoked it before, so nice. uh, we'll see what he thinks of that. Uh, I mentioned Ernesto uh, Carrillo. Uh, that's another brand that um, we have taken on his new cigar. It's not here yet, uh, but we're giving it a chance. He's making uh, it by, with the Oliva folks. Uh, the cigar, and he also has another one made in Miami by El Titan de Bronze, which is a, a real micro brand, uh, micro company to make small, small batch cigars. Um, so we'll, we'll give that a try, and that should be in hopefully next week or something. We'll try these going on. But I want to tell you about the most impressive. I want to smoke it. So can we just pick the one that we're going to smoke? They're over there. They're, they're taunting me right now. Like when you have a pizza and you eat a slice, and then you're busy, and you can hear the pizza Talk calling you. Oh, oh, yeah. Mr. Jonathan, come over here and eat me. It's like that, and that's what the, they're doing. This was really something. i gotta, I got to lead up to the story of what this is. Here we go. So, and I'm, again, I'm going to Because we could be smoking it while you're talking. I'm going to leave these people nameless that I'm going to tell you. But I went by this black curtain every single day. Twice at least. And it's the next to the last day of the show. And I'm at a, another iconic cigar celebrity at his booth showing us new stuff. And he said, Dave, have you looked through the black curtain over there? It's not me. It's somebody else's thing. It's over in the next aisle. You've got to see this thing. I was so impressed with it. It's really, you've got to go see it. Usually... One of these cigar guys that own cigar companies do not drive you to somebody else's booth. Not usually. Never. It right. has never happened before. So I said, yeah, I'll go check it out after I finish up with you guys. And i very curious at that point that this person would ever say such a thing. I went over there. I was blown away with what I saw visually. The cigars looked seamless and almost fake. I mean, it was so beautiful. The packaging was like none other. I saw the pictures. Over-the-top stuff going on here. You're talking about jars. You're talking about tubes, uh, presentation boxes, everything. The way the booth was set up, um, you would there's no name on the booth at all. You go into a, this black curtain, and it was black and white and paintings on the wall and um, halogen lights. It's like you're lights. going into a museum. Almost. Museum. Museum quality type cigars, these things were. And... They, Which are sitting right there. We could be smoking right now. Okay. <laughs> Let me pass it out so you'll stop saying it. There's, okay. there's three different kinds I have here. Atabee, A-T-A-B-E-Y is one of them. It's a Connecticut shade, light wrapper cigar. How do you spell it? A-T-A-B-E-Y. Atabee. Another one is called Bandolero, B-A-N-D-O-L-E-R-O. And the third one is called Byron. B-Y-R-O-N. The Byron name, I understand. I know what, what Byron is. If you get anything from, um, from Cuba, their special limited releases, things like that, uh, the Cohiba 
beehive. beehive. Yep. Um, you uh, look at the bottom of the, the packaging on there, you'll notice Byron is written underneath the jars, Byron. This is the people that own Byron. Um, they they, are they the make designers. all the high-end packaging. Yeah. Uh, and this is a cigar brand that is the oldest cigar brand that would have a cigar band on it, a lithograph um, high-end uh, colored cigar band that ever came out in the 1800s. Um, it was um, um, a father, uh, a guy and his cousin or something that put the brand together in the 1800s. Um, they died off. The company was sold off to somebody else. Years and generations have passed, and this guy bought it, bought the brand back from his, uh, his great-grandfather. So it's a long story to an historic stuff that went along with it. So they tell the whole story. In the meantime, they hand me this Bandolero cigar. And they cut it and light it for me and hand it as they tell me this long, long story. So much time went by. I had an appointment at 1145 uh, with a high-end cigar uh, company. And I said, listen, I have to go. I'm very, very impressed with what I'm seeing. I'm impressed with what I'm tasting. But I'm going to come back because I have this appointment. Okay. I, I really, I love it. And I'm going to come back. Okay. They think you're going to run away or whatever. I go to this high-end cigar thing. Um, company, they asked me if I want one of their cigars. I said, you know what? I'm really smoking something right now. I'll smoke it later, but I'm really intrigued with what I'm smoking now. I'll get to it. As I'm talking to them about their new cigar, I can't stop thinking about the cigar I'm smoking. I'm that impressed with the cigar. I can't wait to leave to go back to get more information of it. So these are the three I have. Which one do you want to smoke? I think I'm going to go with the Atavy. Okay. Which is the uh, shade one. Chuck. It is Bandolero or it's Byron? You're going to want to go Bandolero on this one, Chuck. I had it yesterday. Bandolero. Really? Phenomenal. Because the Byron's a little more full-bodied, but it's really sensational. But Bandolero is the one I smoke. So go ahead. Yep. I don't want to change your mind because they're all great. I'm going to go with Byron. I'm so happy. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's the fuller-bodied one, but it, it is, man, it is unbelievable. So I'm smoking the Bandolero. I'm loving it. I go back to the booth, and by, by then, I've smoked mostly the whole cigar. And it is the best cigar I ever smoked, ever. Really? At that point. And that's the one you're smoking there. So he said, really? You like that, that much? And I said, yeah. He says, wait till you smoke this. And he gives me the Byron. If you look at the cigar, the wrapper has been color-coded to a certain level of color. And a lot of companies do that. They'll put the same color cigars within a box. Padron does oh. that, for example. Yeah. So that they, when you look at them, it looks like they're all kind of the same color. But they go two steps further than I've never heard anything anybody ever do this. They color sort the filler and binder also. So if you look in the foot of the cigar, the wrapper, binder, and filler is all the same color. Mm. It looks like the same exact thing. On each cigar, it's color-corded wrapper, binder, and filler. And nobody can see the inside of the cigar unless you look the, at the foot end. And as soon as you light it, that party's over. Yeah. So why would you go through all the process? He says, it actually changed the flavor of the cigar by having it color-coded exactly the same. Okay, I never heard of that. So let, let's give it a try. I light the cigar up. And as, as crazy as I was at Bandolero, I'm blown away, and I'm like, holy God, 
it takes a lot to impress me to this degree. I mean, this, this was, that was the best cigar I've ever had, and this becomes better than that. Wow. So clearly you bought these. Well, now I'm, I'm like, all right, cut to the chase because this, you know, what's the deal here? Well, the deal is there's 160 cigar stores nationwide that are going to carry the cigar. We're going to approve you or disapprove you. We already know who you are. You're all set if you want to do this. Great. Uh, so I said, okay, um, what's the deal? How much do I have to take? How much do they cost? What's, you know, let's get into the financial thing of this. Uh, you know, without saying it to them, I'm already sold. I'm, I'm going to go on no matter what. And then they say, here's what the price is. The cigar runs from 20 to $40 retail per cigar. Holy God. Ooh. Okay. It slows me down a bit. And, you know, if there was other people around, and there were, as he was saying this to me, you saw them bolt. Kind of back Boom. up. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's out. Okay. this is We're going to separate the men from the boys over here. And I'm like, I'm going to give this thing a shot. Uh, you know, in order for a cigar to be that kind of price, I mean, you're talking in, into the Padron 80s or something that, mm. that you know and above this is a whole nother class of cigar um, you know what are you going to do what's the story he says you can't put this online at all you can't even uh show it and um you know here's the prices and call for prices nothing at all this is for in your store this wow. is a hand-to-hand cigar only it must be appreciated that way um, we're going to have a whole contract that's going to go to it. We're going to give you a radius of what's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. Wow. So uh, in the meantime, while he's telling me all this, I'm smoking the cigar, which is proving everything to me at that point. You know, I don't care. I'll smoke them myself. I mean, it's, it's that incredible. So I said, all right, I'm going to end up doing it. They show you the humidifying in the tubes. This humidifier is built inside the tubes. Individual tubes. Individual tubes. What? Humidify is built inside of it, and here's the the, um, the solution that goes into the tube, and this is how this comes. And it, there's many. There's a red line. There's a blue line. There's a black line. You know, see the little the, well, bla- the black that's on here. Show our audience because you you have piqued the interest right now. Oh, this is uh, an incredible well, thing. I'll I, tell you this. I'm going to demonstrate something to you guys because you know I've had trouble with this before, but you're know, blowing through your nose. <coughs> oh. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Oh. Very clean. There's no harshness. There's no bite. Even pushing it through my nose. And you've watched me struggle with that forever. And I don't even practice it because it's an exercise in futility for me. But I just tried it with this and it was effortless. No burning. No stinging. Nothing but a, a real sense of a softened cinnamon creaminess. Which one is that? This is the Atomy. Now, Chuck, I don't want to lead you to you, you, that particular one. Well, you're smoking the lighter one. There was a natural and a Maduro on that. That is the natural of it. Yeah. Which one did I have yesterday? You had the Maduro because it was only one of each. Okay. Uh, they weren't passing these around like they were, uh, here, I take a bag of them. <laughs> these things were, you know. And I told them this is what I was going to do. You know, I'm going to come on the show and I'm going to talk about this cigar. The Maduro one, which is going to be a little different than, than the natural one you're smoking. I actually didn't even smoke that one, so that's why that's there. Mm. The uh, Maduro one, it was milk duds. Oh. The last time you had a milk dud, a long time ago? I don't know. Probably, but... Milk dud is the chocolate thing with the caramel, caramel inside of oh, it, yeah. and that's what I got. I mean, it was... That's what you get at the movies. Yeah. 
sensational. Um, now, a normal cigar, everybody uses aged tobacco. Everybody's doing the right. Cigars, you said it earlier, cigars have never been better. Everybody's doing the right thing. And, you know, how much better can you end up making a cigar? Uh, everybody's using uh, well-aged. There's, no, there's uh, not a lot of harshness going on. The tobacco is aged to begin with. After they make a cigar, they usually lay the cigar down, some people as much as three months after rolling the cigar, and let it sit and marry within itself, and then ban them and box them and ship them out. Some people do it far less than three months, but a good company will do it three months. They're doing it for one year. They roll the cigar, it's finished, then they store it for one year before they apply the ban to wow. it and send the cigar out. Now, we're going to have to get these guys on. They're out of California to put the company together. Can you, uh, can you release any information? About who they are, that, that's the number one question right now. Who is making these cigars? Everyone wants to know. Um, the factory is in Costa Rica, of all places. But they're using no Costa Rican tobacco. But that's where the factory is. They're, and they're a uh, small place that they're doing it exactly they want to do it. Triple cap, beautiful, seamless wrap, as I mean. It's beyond, uh, you know, it's insane, the, the, the workmanship that they're putting in. And they said... You know, and I want to know. I want to know the blends. What, what, what is what? And obviously, you can see that that's a shade wrapper. I don't know if it's Ecuadorian, if it's Connecticut shade. Uh, looking at it, but that's a shade wrapper. The other ones, who knows what it is? And they said we're not going to actually tell you any part of the uh, cigar at all. Not even that that's Connecticut shade. We're not going to tell you anything. We're going to leave that totally to your imagination. We're not going to reveal it. Interesting. Uh, at all. It doesn't matter what it is. Taste it. And, you know, I'm, I'm just lighting the cigar up now. Not, it's not disappointing. It's, it, it's um, what, what's that? Remember that cocoa you put in the, uh, you make chocolate milk, but the old-fashioned Like one, in a tin? Ovaltine? No. Ovaltine. Ovaltine, really? Is that you getting? Yeah, malted milk type of Ovaltine type of thing. I'll tell you this about the smoke on this. When you smoke a high-end cigar, um, the, 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 the one that would be... Sort of close, I guess, would be Davidoff in, in this case, but the you get the you get the mustiness and it's it's a very enjoyable. I love Davidoff. The, there's nothing bad about it. Perfect burn. It's well aged. But until I smoked this right now, there was something missing. There is a fullness to the flavor of this cigar. There's so much going on. It's like if if your smoke flavor was a was a pie chart, uh, you know there there was a little piece of the pie missing and this thing expands right out on your palate and fills the whole thing something going on in every portion of my tongue there's some sweet going on there's there's no lack of balance oh i got milk chocolate you got milk chocolate yeah you got any uh, you know, again i said that one was, was like the um milk dud yeah. type of thing oh, it's of, of the maduro smooth, one smooth it's butter it's phenomenal i mean and aesthetically, I mean, holy oh, God. Perfect. No bite? No. No, it's... It's like you blow it out, there's a little aftertaste, and then it dissipates. And you want more, so you pull on it again. Now, I don't know these guys. I'm getting to know them. They're all the same company, though, that yeah. make these three cigars. Yep. And, uh, again, I don't know a lot about it. Um, you know, there's a long history story of how the brand started out and all that stuff. Um, and the different, three different blends, the Byron XIX, XX, and XXI, which is, as far as I'm concerned, the blue, the black, and, and um, the red. 
to make it easy for me. Um, you know, they're not telling you the tobacco left to the imagination. There's lots of disclaimers, and um, if um, this, if you see, they're they're expecting there to be counterfeits of this brand because it's so expensive. If you're going to counterfeit a cigar, don't counterfeit a five dollar cigar. Counterfeit a forty dollar cigar, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, um, the, the the workmanship and the and everything that goes into the band. I mean, it's going to be an expensive counterfeit thing. But you know, if the band costs them twenty cents, big deal. They can get twenty dollars for it or whatever. But they expect um, or they worry about that um, there's going to be counterfeit. So they disclaimer that they're going to list who the stores are going to be. That's the only place to get them. If you're far away from that store, there's nothing you can do. You take a ride to the store or nothing, or you don't get it. Uh, the technology of uh, what's in the boxes and what's in the um, yeah, tube. Well, let's talk about the boxes for a second. I saw the pictures. The, bo- the box itself is a humidor. Yeah. This is no, on the whole bit. This is no cheap date. They are not going to leave it to the cigar smoker to know what they're doing when it comes to storing the cigars. And if you're someone who's got the kind of bankroll to be buying boxes of these, you would expect you'd know what you're doing. But even that, they're not leaving to human error. It's all taken care of. It's set it and forget it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Humitube R technology, whatever that means, is um, they have a patent on the humidification thing that happens on there. So uh, it's, uh, it's all overdone stuff. But what ends up coming out is this. And you can see that the overdone thing made this makes, change. This makes other high-end cigars look like cheap dates, man. And, may, you know, they're raising the bar, maybe. And maybe this is a good thing for the whole industry that everybody steps it up at a point. Because you wouldn't think it could be stepped up much more than it's stepped up. Here it is. Can you see that, Dave? Is that it? Yes. That is it. Okay. So what do you got for our website? Uh, the website is ByronCigars.com. Okay. So check that out, and you'll see some of the, the packaging and things that, that are there. We don't have it here. I mean, see, it's this ordered. is going to be what gets Rudy down to come pay me a visit here in Seabrook. <laughs> He's going to want to try this. And, Rudy, you can take 50 cigars over the border with you, my man. So oh, come on over. Listen, it's no cheap date. It, it, you know, it's going to be very expensive. But I urge everybody, listen, it's not a million dollars. It's 20 to $40. So you buy the Robusto if it's 20 bucks or something. You at least try it once in your life and say, holy Cause God. Because it's an experience, man. Is it worth it? You know, we, we, we tout good value all the time. You know, you should try this cigar. It's a really good value. This cigar, you haven't heard on this show us touting, you know, big money cigars at all because it's about value and, yeah. and where this country is right now and a, a whole story that goes along with that. But the, the, the real test for these guys is have they procured enough tobacco to guarantee the flavor is going to be the same from batch to batch? Because I don't know, I don't know these guys. You pay what you pay. With the two high-end brands, Davidoff and Padron, because they have the tobacco reserves to be able to guarantee the blend is going to be the blend. Yeah. Well, the reason why they say they're going to be okay with that is because it's going to be 160 stores, and that's all they're going to be able to handle well. So that's all they're going to do. That's what they're saying. Two guys will be one of them. Yes. All two guys. You know, you have to choose what store you want to do. They're only looking for 160 retailers. I became three of them. I bought into it, all three of them. I put my money where my mouth is. Listen, I have no agenda, but besides to tell you, I came back from a trade show, what was I most uh, blown away by? 
this was it. You, you were you were positively gushing when we talked on the phone. Yeah. Then when I came into the office to see it, well, I, still gushing. Yeah, I found it. You know, I found the next thing. Awesome. This is it. That's what I go. I look to see if I can find the next thing, and it was next to the last day, and it was a cigar manufacturer, a competitor, that told me about it and said, you've got to see this. Now, I have to share this information with everybody here, and I want to share the information with a couple of key cigar makers also and you know we all go around and and, hey do you see anything impressive well number two guy i say he's a cigar manufacturer you got to go look at this you got to see it to believe it Hmm. and he says come on take a walk with me so i went in there with him and introduced him to so and so and this is one of your competitors or something but i wanted to tell tell you who it was blah 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 and uh he he says, my God, the packaging is so beautiful. Congratulations. This is really outstanding. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Would you like to try one? Of course I would. He lit that cigar, and he was floating. He said, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. And these are all people who have to remain nameless. Yes. So, uh, because... What exactly are you reporting right now? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just do you even you. know what your job is? Secrets. It's the name of the show. <laughs> and then... To, to add to that, uh, a third person in the cigar business. Let me guess. We can't say who that is. No. I don't want to say it because, well, you know, it's terrible for them to be touting uh, somebody else's cigar. They're not touting. You're touting them touting. This is a ridiculously so awful plan. <laughs> Thank you. It's a ridiculously awful plan. It's, it, listen, that's, that's the way it is. I just want to protect, protect them. And the third guy I sent to, he got the cigar, and he's smoking it, and... He went on his own. He went there and smoked it. When we got back from the show, I got a phone call from that third person and said, I can't stop thinking of that cigar I smoked. That was the best cigar I ever smoked. This guy owns another cigar company. So I'm not making this up. This is the truth. You know, you're this clearly is... not making it up because you're not telling us anything. So we got the Olympics going on. These guys, Byron, has clearly won the gold. It is the gold. It is, it the, is gold. the gold medal. I the gold pray standard. that the cigars I receive are the ones I smoked when I was there and the one I'm smoking right now. That is the scary thing. Yeah. You've seen it all too often where you smoke something, it's phenomenal, it comes in, it's just okay. But the price tag doesn't change. Right. Right. Um, you're smoking it yourself. I smoked that. I smoked this. I smoked that only in Maduro. I didn't smoke the natural of it. You're loving it? Loving it, man. So, I mean, it's they're batting a thousand here of, of samples and of the samples that these other three people that all own a cigar brand with their name on them said it was unbelievable. So, so this that, be, that narrows it down to everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but we know it wasn't Macanudo. No. It, it was... Uh, that's the find of all finds. So I'll say. All right, what do we have coming up after the break? Because right. I can't I can't listen to you I, not I, tell us anything I'm, anymore. I'm gonna tell you the best new cigar accessory ever. That'll come up. The busiest booths. I'll tell you about are you that. Are gonna tell us about it or are you gonna allude to it? No, I'll tell allude and then I'll tell you the truth. So okay. we'll, have, we'll take a break. I'll tell you all that when we come back and uh, let's see what I missed while I was away with events and promotions and things coming up, that and lots more. So great cigars something you got to try. I'm going to sit back and enjoy this. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just minutes. Live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
Careless Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? think you got it okay do you know what this is now for the cigar what do you think of this cigar i'm lighting up a lagiana havana cigar the lagiana havana natural cigars are oh yeah so smooth and oh yeah the maduro version is a bit beefed up but oh yeah they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Kellner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good. But the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid. But I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen... I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. 
His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as Hey You. He is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm, mm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new, medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mm. You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. This is Jeffrey Avoyevesian from Rockefeller Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. I'm smoking one of, if not the best cigars I've ever smoked, and I've been smoking for about 30 years. It's called Byron. This is the Reserva Five Años. It's the black band one. Which one do I like the best is the problem of this guy's whole line. And I'll get, we'll have more information for you. We'll, we'll get them on the show for sure. They're out of California. I talked to them yesterday on the phone. I told them about the radio show, and they said they'll come up and do the show. So we'll definitely get them up there. Uh, what a show it was. I mean, there was so much to talk about. We'll, I'll be talking about it for the next three, three weeks, I would say, to get, to get all the information out there. But some of the things I want to tell you about is... Uh, who was doing the best? What was the best accessory? What was the best thing going on? Dave's Choice. We need like an award name or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- there was all kinds of cigar celebrities the out Garofalos. there. The Garofalos. Yeah. G- uh, Gary Shetfield. Shetf- baseball player. Baseball player. He uh, has a cigar coming out. With by Rocky Patel. Rocky Patel. I yeah. heard that somewhere. So he was there and signing autographs and talking to people and stuff. I, I didn't bother going over. But high end, uh, you're talking $15 cigar, I believe it was. Um, so he's going to go around. I'm figuring uh, the Red Sox type of people aren't going to dig the New York Yankees type of people. Probably not. So I may pass on it. I don't know. We'll, we'll look, look into it. I didn't even. Uh, I don't think I even got the cigar. Uh, Mike Ditka, he was there. He was actually guest speaker at the at the uh, Davidoff dinner, 
and uh, he was awesome. Yeah? He got up there, and uh, he, uh, like a great coach, I mean, he was up there talking about the rights, and the guy believed. He, he's either the greatest actor in the world, or he really believed what he was saying. And he was really getting everybody riled up, and uh, he left with a big swear, you know, I can't say what the things he was saying. Secrets. But, but he, was, uh, he, was, he was brutal. And, uh, you know, standing ovation after he got everybody riled up. And it was, it was like being on a football team. I mean, he was, cool. he was awesome. How long did he speak for? He must have went off for about a half hour. And uh, he's representing Camacho. So he'll be out there representing Camacho. I hope we get him on the show. I hope awesome. we uh, get him in an event or something like that. He was awesome. I don't know what the... Uh, the midget with the dog, midgets with the dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were on some sort of TV show. Yeah. They were hanging around. Shorty, shorty. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were around the Drew Estates booth. Uh, not that they needed uh, a couple of midgets and, and animals there, because that booth was a circus, as it always is. I mean, it was more of a circus. It was the busiest booth. Yet again group of people sitting around smoking something other than cigars to come up with their ideas. I'll tell you, they had the, um, the Rastafari type of music. It was They're outside the box yeah. that the box is outside of. Yeah. <laughs> I went to that booth five times. The last time I went to that booth, I stood there for 30 minutes trying to get somebody to wait on me. Uh, I, have a, I have a big order. It's huge money. And it's just insanity how busy it was, and I just couldn't couldn't get anybody. And that's because my cigar rep was uh, not there, um, John Hart. John Hart decided last minute that he wasn't going because his wife was expecting. She was supposed to already have the baby. It was very late to begin with. Everybody's having babies right now. Do you know why? Uh, why don't you tell us? There's a little baby boom going on because October 1st last year, we had a big snowstorm, and we lost electricity, and there was no TV. And when there's no TV, what do you do? You get it on. Getting drunk is I, not I the answer. Playing, <laughs> I was playing board games, but other people were doing other things, and now there's a boom, a baby boom going on. So anyway, while we were away, um, John Hart and his lovely wife had a baby. So they had a baby boy, Rourke James Hart, born August 6th. 3.20 in the morning, 7 pounds, 2 ounces. Congratulations to John Hart, our friend. Congratulations. Yes. And uh, that's going to slow him down for sure. Uh, but he was widely missed by me at the trade show for sure yeah. because I could not get an order in. I ended up handing it off to somebody I don't even know. I certainly hope they got it, but I wasn't able to order any of the new stuff that was there. Nobody there to take me around and show me the new stuff. I know of, of, of what was there, uh, and I could see what I could see, but there was nobody to actually go through it. And I'm sure uh, when, when John's done, he'll come there and, and do it with me. So I, I don't know what the cigars tasted like. I didn't get any samples. It wasn't the same without him. He was certainly doing something more important than show me cigars, but... Uh, he was missed, and congratulations to him and his wife anyway. But uh, what, a, what a circus that booth was. Another uh, circus was the Perdomo booth. Mm. Value, 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 along with the Perdomo 20th anniversary cigar. Which is a great cigar. Great. And uh, we're expecting that to come in on September 12th, his father's birthday, is uh, when he's going to release that cigar. Uh, I'm dying for it. I smoked one of the cigars when I was there again. It was just as great as it was the first time trying it. So it is a standout cigar um, at, a, at another good value. You're talking 8 to 10, I believe, on yep. the Perdomo um, 
mildly box pressed. It's not extremely box pressed. It's box pressed. It's like someone took the Charmin, squeezed it, and just left it. Like yeah, that. it's not. It's not to that degree of of some of the other box press that we were smoking. But another booming cigar. Uh, I didn't. I didn't hear from Nick directly of how great the show was, but just from an outsider looking in, holy God, it was really happening there. Um, so that seemed to be the busiest boots. Now the ultimate um, accessory. Yes. This is very extreme. Um, D-A-R-A-F-E-E-Z, Dara Fees Designers, maker of fine resort furniture, have teamed with designer Angela Mostashi and developed a line of cigar, bar, and cocktail furnishings. Unmatched and comfort and tailored specially for the cigar lover, the cigar chair, this is a chair. What? It's completely customized with a sturdy wooden frame and leather upholstery. Each recliner can stand as high as 30 inches or as low as 20 inches. So it can go high or low, depending how you want it. Based on customers, custom specifications, you tell them what you want. Sounds like John Hart had one of those chairs back on October 1st. And crooned. In handcrafted leather, featuring custom storage system for accessories like a corkscrew, cigar cutter, and as many as 20 cigars in the chair's built-in Spanish humidor. Yes. Available in various leather colors and frame selections. An electric foot lift is also offered. This was the coolest chair. This the is the chair I want to die in. Is if it had a massage quality to it. Not that I know of. Something that vibrates. You want to see it? MyCigarChair.com. I like it. Because I did not buy them because you're talking 1000 to $2,000 per chair. Um, if we had it here to sell, people would be sitting in it and enjoying it. and It would become used furniture real fast. If I was going to outfit a new store, this is the way to go. Absolutely. Oh, my God. This was the accessory of all accessories. If you have the means, my friend, buy one. It was sensational. Did you sit in it? Yeah. Nice. It was awesome. Barber chair-ish, the old-fashioned barber chair-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, today's, to yeah, today's standards with a humidor built in, it was awesome. Now, I hear, well, I hear from you, the breakout performance at the IPCPR. We need like a drum roll. Had little to do with the cigars themselves and had to do with your companion at the show. Whoa. I took La Gianna, my daughter Gianna for the first time, to the trade show. Uh, usually I actually take my mother with me. Uh, I take my buyer, Ed Santa Maria, usually goes. This year he wasn't going to go. Uh, my mother was going to go last minute. She wasn't feeling well. A couple days before she decided not, and my daughter said, I'm going to go. Uh, she's ready to go off in college, and uh, let, let me see what it's all about. Daddy-daughter bonding time. It was awesome. She was my secretary, and she was getting me where I had to be on time. She was keeping this my notes in order. This is the same Gianna that delivers cigars to us? It is the same Kinda one. Kind of takes her time walking in the store. She oh, by the way, there may or may not be cigars in my car. That's her. She stepped up. She I'm stepped impressed. Up. She was awesome. Way and to I, go, G. And I think she loved it. And everybody was very nice to her, and her cigar brand's been out there for 18 years now. And they say, Can you well, imagine being 18 years old and you've got an 18 year old cigar brand? Pretty cool. 10 4. That's your birthday. 
October 4th. She'll be 18. And we're going to sit down. We're going to smoke the La Giannas I saved for 18 years. So cool. And uh, I, I say to her, if you really don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. No, no, I want to. Nice. So this is this is cool. She may be a boss someday, so be careful. Where are you going to smoke them? I love Gianna, I just know. for the record. Always have. Yeah. She's a good kid. Yeah, good kid. And she stepped up, and she helped out, and uh, she loved it and thought the industry was way different than she thought it was. It's a lot of families. That's what this industry is. It's family-owned, not just the, the cigar store owners, but the manufacturers themselves. So Nick was there with his wife and, wife and daughter and son, and a lot of the companies had their family with them because that's what it is. It's a, it's a family industry, you know. Uh, there are some bigger players in there that's big corporations and stuff. For the, for the majority of the stuff we talk about in, in um, the cigars, you know, we smoke regularly and stuff, uh, small family-owned companies, and trying to make a buck and make a living, and uh, it's awesome. That's, why, that's what I love about the industry. She saw it firsthand, and I think she loved it, and uh, she's still going off to college. But there you go. Whatever. I've been trying to stop that for years. <laughs> that hasn't been working. Uh, what else? There's so much, again, to tell you. Um, uh, cigar celebrities, I said. Uh, I saw Christian Aroa with his new CLE. Uh, we had uh, an early taste on it and an early release ourselves, but for him it was the first time. I talked to him on the phone just yesterday. He had a great show. He said far exceeded his expectations, what he expected to do with it, and he has lots of plans in the future for new things. And new, you know, He's opening his own cigar factory <clears throat> down in Wynwood, um, Miami, um, which is the art district. They're going to actually make the cigars right there. Uh, so he's in the middle of that. Living, breathing <clears throat> art right there. Um, it's, like, it's like our Bob. Right. Living, breathing art. Oh, I hated for this to happen. I've been talking so much, the cigar went out. Well, uh, August 21st, we have a uh, Davidoff tongue tasting tour. Mm. What do you know about this? Well... You weren't with us here when we first took on Davidoff, and they, in order for us to take it, we had to learn everything there was to know about Davidoff cigars. So they brought somebody in, and the whole staff had to sit there, and we took a tongue-tasting tour. And I've done this in the Dominican Republic with Hanky Kelner before. He invented this thing, and I know I have this somewhere here. On your tongue, you have, and here is your tongue here, that those are, that are uh, looking at it visually. At the very tip of your tongue is where you taste sweet. And then to the, to the left side of that, you have salty, left and right side, it gets where the salt taste comes from. And as you go into the middle of your tongue on the sides, is sour. What is this word? Umami is, uh, that's the, the musty flavor. Okay. That would be right in the center of your tongue, and way towards the back is where bitterness comes about. And what Hanky Kellner and Davidoff Cigar Brands try to do is be very well balanced, meaning covering the whole thing. So what you're supposed to get from a Davidoff cigar is encompassing the whole tongue. And as it dissipates, it should dissipate as evenly as possible. When a cigar doesn't do it, it dissipates, and then you get a strong taste in the back of your mouth. That's when you get a bitter taste. And you say, oh, that's bitter. Um, that's what ends up happening. If it's on the tip of your tongue, that oh, the cigar ends up tasting sweet. They try to have a balanced cigar, and it dissipates. And what's left is it's very, very balanced. Now that you, we ended up doing the very, very short version, um, and you're going to go through the long version um, on that date after hours. So we're going to open it up to uh, consumers 
from 5 to 6 o'clock. This will happen in our Salem store. 5 to 6 o'clock, no cost to you. If you want to come, call, and we're going to take the, uh, call the store. We'll yep. take 50 people to go through the process of it. It'll last about an hour. You're going to have, I believe, four or five cigars um, in that hour, just a little bit of each. And the first one you're going to taste is going to be salty. The first next one you're going to taste, which they're using components within the cigar, all that component, and you'll taste salty, you'll taste bitter, you'll taste sweet, you'll taste sour. And then they taste, here is the finished Davidoff cigar, which you can spend the rest of the night on uh, with, which will be the well-rounded. This is how we, we, we took all those components, and then we turned it into a Davidoff cigar, and here it is. And going through that process, you completely understand at that point, oh, my God, Here's, here's what it is. You learn something dramatic, and you can appreciate cigars after that point from now on of exactly how a cigar is, develops. And then you, after that point, you start tasting sweet and sour and things in different cigars because you went through the process. So uh, by all means, if anybody's in the area, wants to come there, you know, sign up for it in advance so that we know how many people are going to be there. And they got to bring the product and all that. Right. And we can only fit so many people to begin with. Right. After everybody goes home, we close the store. Everybody from all three stores are going to gather together. They're going to go through the process again because it's been about seven, eight years since we went through it. And we have new employees like yourself, and you'll go through the process. And as much as you think you know about cigars and you know a lot about cigars, you're going to leave no Well, there's always, there's always room for improvement. And there it is. You're going to end up saying, wow, look what I just learned. So, um, you know, lots of things going on. That'll be August 21st. Uh, sign up, call um, call the uh, two guys in Salem at 603-898-2221. I'll say that number again. If you want to be part of it, uh, call 603-898-2221. Sign yourself up. Please don't sign yourself up if you're not going to go, because if you do, that's going to leave an empty space, and somebody could have took it. So uh, it's all free to you if you want to uh, come in and join us for it. Uh, please do. I'm just checking the time because I know how this thing works here. Uh, Cigar Journal uh, is uh, is a magazine that used to be European Cigar Journal. Yeah. They typically have their award ceremony during the trade show. I didn't get to attend. Uh, remember last year I actually taped it and everything. There was just so much going on. There wasn't enough hours in a day to do it. I'm so happy to be back home so I can get a full night's sleep and uh, basically take it easy. Everybody says, how was the vacation when you came back? <laughs> Gianna will tell you. I mean, we went from early morning to late night every single night. When you told me that she worked side-by-side side with you for 20 hours, I was blown away. Blown yeah. away. Um, so they represented um, the, the Cigar Journal Awards. Uh, they do every year at the show. And um, here are the winners of um, the Cigar Journal Awards. The uh, best Dominican cigar is Davidoff Puro Oro was the best Dominican cigar. The best Honduran was CAO OSA Sol, Osa Sol. We don't even carry it, but that won the best Honduran cigar. Maybe it's worth another taste to me. Interesting when you end up seeing something like this. Maybe you miss something, and yeah. I'm sure I miss something. Uh, the best Nicaraguan was San Latano. Very hot cigar for us right now. The Oval, great cigar. Um, and I agree with them on the Davidoff and San Latano, that's for sure, because... Um, they're great as far as I'm concerned. They're selling well. People are uh, voting, voting, with their wallet. voting with their wallets. That's the best brand. The best cigar, Dominican Republic, becomes the Davidoff, I mean the Diamond Crown Maximus Churchill. Nice. Oh. Nice. 
Maximus is not the diamond crown I go to. I go to the Julius Caesar because I love it. Yes, sir. Yeah, I love the Julius Caesar myself. I the Maximus is a great cigar, though, but I think just putting it side by side with the Julius Caesar, it, you know, Julius you know Caesar is my favorite cigar, Maybe or was for, before I smoked this. Yeah. Now, you know, Julius Caesar is not available to everybody. It's just Diamond Crown Lounges, which I believe is 55 of them. So maybe that's the reason why that was. it is not that. I don't know. The best Honduran cigar is the Alec Bradley Fine and Rare 2011. Again, you didn't work for us, but we did smoke it on the show before. If you remember, they came in boxes. Each one was on its little pedestal. Do you remember that cigar? It was Vaguely. It came in and was gone as fast as it came in. It was gone. It was sensational. That was the best uh, Alec Bradley I ever smoked. It was, it was so short-lived. I wish I saved a box of them. They're coming out with the 2012 edition, uh, so I look forward to that. Did not get a sample of it. Automatically, I'm in based on what happened last year. And the best Nicaraguan was the My Father. Uh, best value in Dominican is a brand called Vega Fina that we don't carry. Uh, I have had samples of that. Did not think much of it at all, but it's there. The best Honduran is Flor de Silva, S-E-L-V-A, another cigar that um, big in Europe. I don't know if it's even available. Um, they certainly weren't set up at the show. I didn't see them anyway. I've heard that, that brand many, many times. I know it sells big in Europe. But There's only one that could be the Nicaraguan one anyways, by the way. And the Nicaraguan one. There's only one. If you're talking value, yeah, it's Perdomo. It's Perdomo. And that's who won. Perdomo. And as he should. I, do I have my bell here? There we go. <laughs> my sound effect. Outstanding art on a cigar. Wavered sickle. Drew Estates. It's kind of wacky art, but it's it's art nevertheless. Uh, best charity. Uh, uh, in community became the Rocky Patel Foundation, and I don't know a lot about that, but he, Rocky Patel does good things out there. The uh, best ambassador is the IPCPR, the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association, which is where they were, ambassador to cigars. Nothing compares to it. I mean, that is the show of shows, so uh, that is it. And the Lifetime Achievement Award went to Nesta Placencia Sr., who makes lots of cigars for lots of people, and uh, well-deserving, and congratulations to him. He has helped uh, our industry dramatically, so I'm sorry I missed, a, missed it, missed the show, but uh, as usual, I think the Cigar Journal gets it right. Did you give your Rookie of the Year, by the way? It's this. This is the Rookie of the Year. It's the first time it's released. Pick one. I mean, the whole line. Uh, if you want to talk value, it's going to be the one you're smoking, that um, Bandolero. Bandolero, that went from $8 up. Everything else goes from $20 up. See, I would say that I would pay $20 for this. I don't think there's the, the, that it's a poor value. Just because it's expensive, you get what you pay for. And if you can guarantee that the cigar is going to be like this every time, I would pay all day. Well... I hope they do, and if they don't, it's not all that many that we were allowed to buy. I will smoke them myself. I can't make a mistake here because I'll smoke every one of them by myself if I have to. It's that good. Can you imagine sitting on it? These are brand new. Brand new, a year old. Right. But sit on this thing for four or five years, man. Woohoo! I can't imagine what's going to happen with it. So I'm in. I expect these hopefully a week from now. Again, anybody listening on, you're going to have to go on to their website to find. You found the website? Yep. Uh, ByronCigars.com? Yeah, let me uh, scroll up here. ByronCigars.com. B Y R O N. 
SigarsCigars.com. So what you'll see on that site is the retailers that will be get it, uh, that get it when they get it. So we're not listed on it yet because we don't have it yet. Uh, there was only a couple of uh, shops out of California that were even listed. And they, I, were te- they were the test market anyway. Right. So I would say go to them a couple of weeks from now and hopefully they up, they update it and they tell you where, where you can get it uh, because it's a long ride to New Hampshire for a lot of the people listening. Which but, I'm okay with. Come to the Seabrook location. Yeah. Take a vacation. Right here on Lafayette Road. Yeah. Come take a vacation. Come up. So we missed a lot of stuff. I got so much more to tell you, um, but we're going to have to wait till next week to do it. That we will. And next week we'll be here still, right? Yes, we will. Back in Seabrook. Okay. So next week, lots more stuff on the way. Uh, we'll, we'll smoke some new stuff as it, as it comes in. We'll tell you what came in. Uh, this is the time of year. Uh, from this day forward, go to your cigar shop. Ask the question. It's very important. What's new? Because everything that I had was sensational. They just keep getting better and better. And there's some standout stuff out there. And we'll talk about some of those stands out next week when we go on there. Um, check out the Cigar Authority blog. I'll put some of that stuff on there because I'm going to have some time. Um, and lots more. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing more from the past two hours, learn this. Keep the lid end out of your mouth. Hi, Chuck Morrison here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy is down. You hear it all the time. But what can you do about it? Well, not much if you ask me. But you can save a little scratch on your cigars if you're that desperate. Now, I'm no desperate man, but I can still enjoy a Desperado cigar. In this economy, you can still find a cigar that you can cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. Desperado cigars are imported from the fine Dominican Republic and priced for just about a dollar a smoke. Shoot, you can't beat that with a stick. They'll keep the bugs away and your old lady too. Desperado cigars. They taste fine and smoke well. Desperado cigars. The lowest priced national brand in the land. I'm Chuck Morrison for Desperado Cigars. Don't forget to turn off the lights. Try to save some money around here. You hear? Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. Can you hear me, bud? That's 888-2-CIGAR-2. I can hear you. We're doing a live recording, so that's why you hear this in the back. We'll just keep quiet for a little bit. When you hear the music, you can go on there. I'll type through right now with the guests and everything, okay? It's Toby Heaven. With a million choices.